So this is episode zero of Gleaming the Tube. This is not an actual episode yet, but basically the way this podcast is going to work is myself, my name's Kevin, and my co-host Michael. Hello. We're going to watch and discuss a movie that in some way involves skateboarding. Because I love skateboarding. (laughs) I love movies and Michael loves skateboarding. It's an interesting hook. Movies that in some, even in the smallest infinitesimal way, involves skateboarding, which is a subject that I have endless, endless enthusiasm for. Yeah, I wanted to get into that a little bit because I know very little about skateboarding outside of what I picked up through osmosis in the punk rock scene, which is connected, but not not exactly the same thing. I was not an athletic child. Balancing and all of that was was never my forte, but I always thought it was cool. And like, I've known Michael for a long time and that's always been an interest of his. I think for me, that's the exact opposite. I was always a very, very kind of athletic, outdoorsy kid, but had no real interest in team sports. I ponder about it all the time. Like, what is it aesthetically that draws you to certain things? And I will tell you that the first time I saw skateboarding, that was an instant draw to me. The idea that it was like an activity that you could do alone. You know, you basically needed a flat piece of smooth ground and a skateboard, and you could sort of be off to the races. And I will tell you that the first time I stood on a skateboard, I was very naturally adept at riding one. And it's been a culture that sort of, I've grown with it throughout the 80s and 90s and right up to the present. My interest in skateboarding at this point is a little bit more almost academic. I I very rarely find myself on a skateboard being a 45-year-old chubby guy. But there is a lot to sort of love and pursue in the interest of skateboarding, especially in the age of the internet where it touches on to this podcast is it's been featured in a lot of Hollywood movies and a lot of documentaries and a lot of television shows. And it dovetails nicely into how it's been represented in movies and television throughout the seventies, eighties, nineties, and up to present day. Yeah. And what I find interesting is skateboarding is an activity, but I also feel like it's a subculture. There's an element of it that's a sport, but there's also an element that's absolutely just like a lifestyle. And there's room for all of those elements. But over the decades, it's been represented very, very different ways in different media. It'll be interesting to kind of almost track the evolution of skateboarding as a culture through the lens of movies. And I'm interested, like, how that subculture is portrayed in different movies. Like, is this accurate? What did people involved in skateboarding think of this at the time? Because I think we're going to watch movies that I think are well-regarded by skateboarders and movies that maybe aren't. Any other movie or television show or what have you that touches on a subcultural element there's always going to be the element that's like magnified and a lot of times that doesn't necessarily jive exactly with the way that it's represented in real life but i think a lot of times the reason for that is because some of the elements of skateboarding are actually kind of mundane especially the idea of the the difference between street skateboarding and competition skateboarding street skateboarding is a lot of hanging around and empty parking lots, kicking stones and talking shit with your friends. And that's not necessarily the most exciting visual element. So oftentimes there's a Hollywood element to the way that it's represented. A lot of skateboarders regard that as sort of like fun, but possibly a little corny. And I think we want to cast as wide a net as possible to the point where we might even look at some movies where there's just like one scene where someone in the background is skateboarding. I think it would be interesting to like run the full gamut. The goal is to do that. And then maybe once we're in a bit of a groove, if that's a we 
working, I'd be interested in maybe occasionally veering off and like looking at like skateboarding in music or television episodes, doing like an episode about related subcultures, like a movie about surfing or a movie about punk rock or even a movie about the goth scene. A lot of the way that skateboarding is viewed is through what we call promo videos that are made as a long-form commercial for a particular company. There will be points where we'll be able to touch on promotional videos that were widely considered huge step forwards in the culture of skateboarding that then either whether they led to cultural touchstones like Jackass or Jason Lee becoming a Hollywood actor. So let me ask you this. Sure. I remember when there were the skateboarding promo videos, I would always watch them for kind of the, the in-between bits, like the wacky stunts and comedy stuff. Has YouTube killed those or have they just like moved to YouTube? That is a huge question. I would say that skateboarding has absolutely benefited from the idea of direct to YouTube promotional videos, but it's absolutely changed the way in which those were made. There was a point in the 90s and the 2000s when a skateboarding video was like a five-year production, where it would be this massive undertaking to get all the skateboarders representing a certain company. Just to produce like three minutes of footage would span the globe and it would require like 20 hours of trying one trick over and over again. But then when the internet kind of broke that open, people realized if you could see new tricks in skateboarding as literally as quickly as you could post them on the internet, then companies needed to readjust the way in which they made their promotional videos. In this present day and age, there's a lot more footage being released, but it's not necessarily as high production and epically produced as it was at the time of either the Powell and Peralta glory days with the Bones Brigade, which is a you know a documentary I'm sure we'll touch on, or even later in the later 90s and early 2000s, where the, these movies, like when Spike Lee was producing, I'm sorry, not Spike Lee, Spike Jones was producing these almost theatrical skateboarding videos that were, like I said, like five-year productions. Well, that part portion of it has actually sort of died down. Because skateboarding evolves so quickly, you kind of get a front seat where you're not waiting for two years or three years to see something anymore. You're waiting five to six months. There are people who are doing tricks that may have been something that would have been like the absolute end-all be-all of the end of a five-year production of skateboarding that are now just released on Instagram. For somebody who likes to watch skateboarding, we are living in the boom times because there's new footage every 20 minutes. It's been an interesting time, I'll tell you that much. And it also seems like there's been a, a resurgence in the movies with it, too. Mm -hmm. I know there's that mid-90s movie. Yeah, that movie, I will say, was very, very well received by the skateboarding yeah. culture as a whole. The attention to detail was quite accurate. So I think to start off, we're going to look at a movie from the 80s, the first official episode we're going to watch Thrashing with Josh Brolin. Certainly an appropriate entry point. What I like about the idea of picking Thrashing is that it is actually a movie about skateboarding and the things that we've just discussed, like the accuracy to the, to the actual reality of the culture is, man, there's a lot to unpack there. Some of it is absolutely accurate and some of it is hysterically <laughs> overwrought and Hollywoodized. That's the interesting thing as a museum piece is the idea of, of watching the way that Hollywood sort of tried to deal with putting skateboarding on the big screen for the first time. So we'll see you here shortly for Thrashin'. In the meantime, you can check us out at gleamingthetube.net, which has links to our various social media accounts, contact information. 
email, all that great stuff. Our theme music is by Kissing Contest and it is used with permission. Thank you for listening.